Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This week, we'll be talking about Friends, the famous TV show that uh, I'm sure everyone that is listening has probably watched. Um, I actually hadn't watched it till maybe like a year or two ago. That was the first time I watched it. Yeah, we thought that bringing that show into this uh, into this show was a great idea because, you know, they're friends, we're friends, we can be friends, Switch and me friends. Yeah, a shot's definitely a Monica. Am I? I don't think so. That's what a Monica would say. That's, no. <laughs> well, what would I be? Definitely not a Joey. It's funny Chandler? because anybody who's a I'm kind of a Chandler, maybe. Yeah, I think that's where I'm. I'm, like, I'm like a I'm like a Chandler Ross. Ooh, I'm like a, Chan- a I'm like Ambler. a Chandler Joey, a, a Joey. No, you're a full Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a baby kangaroo. Let's go, hop hop. Uh, yeah, it's always funny because when you talk to somebody who's a, a fan of Friends and you tell them that they're acting like Monica, they immediately get offended. Like, how dare you say that? Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm not uptight. I'm not like her. I'm not, I'm not this. I'm not that. So it's it's always funny. So, yeah. Is, is it? Yeah. Is it funny, Matt? Because you were the only one laughing. My right, goal in life our, is to Maybe have some of our listeners were laughing, too. Fine. Fine. I'll give you that one. Uh, but no. Um, we are talking about Friends today, but uh, not, not the uh, world-famous TV show. Um, the... Uh, non-world famous uh noun which is you know a friend like matt is to me and we're specifically going to be talking about making friends and making new friends um you know it, it it's hard right especially now we're all stuck at home you don't go out now how do you how do you meet new people how do you make new friends and it, it can be tough because you know, there's people out there that I think call everyone their friend, right? You meet someone on the street and you say hello to them, and they're automatically your friend. Uh, and then there's people out there who won't call, you know, who won't call someone their friend until they've, I don't know, met their family or something, whatever, whatever that is. Um, so, so there's definitely different definitions for every person of what a friend is. But either way, getting there, you know, sometimes can be hard because you might have social anxiety, right? And you might be afraid to talk to someone or, um, you know, have anxiety over getting judged of what you say or, you know, anything along those lines. Or it might be hard because um, you have anxiety over going places, right? Maybe uh, you don't like going to bars or going to a restaurant or wherever it is. Um, And so you get anxiety over that and you're unable to go there and make new friends. Um, or maybe when you're at work, right? Um, I don't know, you get anxious about having a friend at work because, you know, if you talk to them about something, they might go tell your boss or tell HR or tell someone else. Uh, and so you sort of keep your distance from your coworkers and, you know, never never allow that, that relationship to, to become a friendship. Uh, but whatever the case may be, uh, you know, there's anxiety that has to do with 
making new friends. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, Matt and I were lucky. We didn't have to be friends. We just jumped right into being brothers. Um, so, you know, we didn't have to worry about any of that anxiety. Uh, we were forced upon each other. Um, yeah, but you remember when we became friends. It was it was over a bottle of honey whiskey, man. He's right. You know, that it, it's funny because obviously me and Matt have similar personalities. Uh, if you guys haven't noticed uh, from listening to the show or knowing us. Um, so at first, when I first joined, you know, our, our fraternity chapter, he was president. Um, well, he wasn't president when I joined, but he became president shortly thereafter. And I became new member educator. And I distinctly remember I was like, yeah, he, I don't know. He was trying to tell me how to like, you know, run the new pledge class. Uh, and I was like, you know, this is my pledge class. I'm going to do with them how I will <laughs> stay out of my business. Mm-hmm. I, th- we weren't friends back then. I mean, obviously we were brothers, but like we, we weren't very close at that point. Um, and, you know, Matt has a little bit of a control problem. So he was trying to control everything. And I have a little bit of a rebel problem. So I was obviously being very rebellious. Um, so then the next year, our roles switched. I became president and he became a new member educator. <laughs> and he said the same thing to me so that was a that was a fun time yeah but at that point we had already done uh you know had our honey whiskey uh so we we went through transitions and we basically sat in a room together for i don't know how many hours was it matt for a good for a handful of hours like two handfuls of hours maybe yeah two two handfuls for sure (laughs) Uh, and we had a ball of honey whiskey and you know we we drank and we talked about uh you know pledgeship and new member education and presidency and the chapter and all that stuff and then bam the next morning we were friends yeah i mean you know that's a that's a great story to illustrate how we kind of became really really close initially because we initially didn't really not that we didn't like get along we didn't talk to each other because we were both kind of like filling that same role of the like outgoing outspoken like leader in our in our little cliques at first and then what happened was you know i was done with my uh presidency and i knew a shot was gonna run and i was like hey you know it's he seems like he's pretty qualified i listened to him speak and all this stuff and i said i want to sit down with him and see you know i want to pick his brain and when i did that and i i dropped the shield and like the ego that comes with like making a new friend right you have to kind of open up a little bit to them we, we really clicked and we're like, damn, we're very similar. You want this, you want this. Here's your goals. Here's my goals. Here's how we're structuring this, all this stuff. And it, and it felt like really like, you know, kind of passing the torch onto somebody who I knew was going to have like the, you know, the chapter's mind and, and best interest because our fraternity had, you know, 50 or 60 guys at that point. And to lead that many people when they can tell you no, and they do tell you no every day, <laughs> it can be very frustrating for Definitely. sure. And for me, you know, like like you said, with the control stuff, the way I, you know, tackle my anxiety and my stress is I control things. I just take on all the work. I, I plan everything out and I do it myself because I can trust myself to do it, which is bad. You shouldn't do that, right? You're going to get burnt out. And eventually I did a little bit. But, he, you know, he was there to trust other people. Exactly. 
And it, it really comes down to trust. And that's something that I wanted to elaborate on as well when you're talking about issues why maybe you don't have friends, you know, social anxiety, all these things you brought up earlier. Trust is a big one too because you could have you could have maybe you've been in a relationship with a friend or a significant other and you lost a lot of trust and you're not very trusting in new people because people have burned you before. You know, that could be one reason why you don't really feel like making friends. Maybe you don't feel like you fit in. You you know, we talked about imposter syndrome before. You can go back and check out that episode. Like if you just feel like you really don't belong in your friend group and everybody's kind of like lying to you and you're like, what am I doing here, right? So there's so many different reasons why you may not be making friends, but it just it just takes that little bit and that little bit of putting your yourself out there. And, and you can have what between me and a shot grew into this amazing friendship years down the road, you know, just because we were like, hey, in, you know, in this situation, it's like, hey, you know, you're going to you're basically going to be president. I want to talk to you and make sure your, your head's on straight kind of thing. Right. But as soon as I actually got to know him, I was like, damn, like this guy's awesome. You know, and, and here we are. Shit. It's been what? Eight, ten, ten, years? ten years almost. Ten years next year. Yeah. No. 10 years this well it's 10 years this year that i joined the chapter so 10 years next year that i became president and we had that meeting yeah yeah because because that was when we we really became you know friends yeah we had had that magnetic connection you know instead of the magnets being the polar opposites where they repelled each other they finally flipped the other way and we're like oh we're best buddies we're stuck at the head all it took was honey whiskey to flip those uh the polarization of those magnets honey whiskey and a little bit of hookah and and that's because i wasn't smoking much hookah at the time (laughs) and and you were still uh you were still all about it yeah um yeah we you know fraternity well our fraternity had the saying right Uh, or there's the saying right where it's like secrets don't make friends and then we used to say, yeah, they make brothers because, well, a fraternity has a lot of secrets that they hold to themselves. But, um, I mean, that quote is is still very relevant, right? Because because of this whole trust thing that, that Matt just mentioned. You know, if, if you keep secrets from people, that's not going to, one, it's not going to make friends, just as the saying goes. But it's also not going to make you make your friends any closer. Uh, what what does make friends is is trusting others with your secrets and you know, trusting them with, as a person, right, with advice, trusting them with helping you, whatever it may be. And that that can definitely be hard. Like like I said, you know, if there's a coworker that you have, um, and you just don't have that trust there, you might think, you know, if I talk to this person, and I say something, they might go and tell my manager, they might go and tell HR, they don't have my best interest at heart, you know, they might want to get me fired, right? So that obviously that all comes down to trust. It's because, and I don't want to say you don't trust your coworkers, but you may not trust them enough with the uh, security of your job. And that's fair, right? You, you shouldn't trust everyone that much. But, um, you know, if you do want to make friends with coworkers and you want to get that relationship, you know, uh, more solid, um, you have to learn to, to let them in, right? to talk to them about stuff. Um, and that it's the same for anyone. It's not just coworkers, but you know, if you meet someone new, um, I think when people become really good friends, is when, you know, they, they start telling them about their lives, telling them about what's going on in their lives, talking to them about their lives, right. Being interested in someone else's life. Um, and, and it has to be both ways, right. A friendship, it's not one way. If I, spill all my, you know, uh, open up my heart to you, 
<laughs> I hope your uh, heart is open to me too. Uh, Matt, you just broke my heart. Oh, I did one of those little broken heart hand signs. Yeah. Because he opened his heart yeah. to me. And I, I whatever that song <laughs> is, I, I, I took it. But yeah, I mean, that's, you know, the, again, it, it it's hard, right? It, it can be hard trusting someone new. Um, you can have anxiety over it. You don't, especially if, the, you know, you just met someone. When I first met Matt, I had no clue who he was. You know, little white kid that would, you know, sometimes had some smart things to say but usually uh did some stupid shit every now and then um and then he became president so i was like wow now i gotta respect this guy um but it all worked out he be he was a great president and you know and obviously we became friends right after that so uh, again just takes that little bit of trust Uh, that's why Going back to what I was just saying, right, about, you know, secrets don't make friends, they make brothers. I think that's why fraternities, sororities, YDs, like, organizations work. It's because they they have something, right, that they trust each other with, right? Everyone in the fraternity has these core secrets, let's just say, right? And when someone lets you in on that secret, right, when you join this fraternity or sorority... Um, or whatever other group, and you you're in on it too. That's that's like the glue that holds all of that all of those people together. And it's the same thing for a friendship, right? When you have that trust, when you start talking about your personal lives and sharing personal stories, you're you're you know you're bonding um, to one another. You're you know you're squeezing glue into your. Uh, your uh, your the seams of your relationship and you're solidifying it and sort of the more that you open up about it the more that you know you guys grow closer families you know your family meets theirs you meet their family whatever you meet their group of friends the more solid that um you know that connection becomes yeah certainly and sometimes all it really takes is for you to sit down with somebody who maybe you don't know that well you maybe want to get to know better and you just say you know how was your day and when they go it's fine you go, no really how is it and and let them let them talk and listen right and the more that people feel safe and comfortable with you the more that they're willing to like share about their lives right and when you listen and actively listen to what they're saying not just for your turn to speak which can be very hard right because we live in this kind of fast-paced like driven society where we always want validation from our friends and from social media and all this crap. And if you just kind of sit back and go, wow, like that's a really awesome thing that you did and give them, you know, your attention and your honest feedback, you're going to see that people are, are very receptive to that type of thing, right? So sometimes the way to make friends is to be a good friend yourself, you know, to do those things, to invite people out, to, to try to check in on people, right? those types of situations you're trying to grow relationships obviously it can be really hard to just just make friends out of the blue right fraternities sororities those are types of organizations you know clubs where you're going to have a lot of people with very similar interests so one of the best ways to make friends is to figure out what your hobbies are and then use those hobbies 
you know, get into meetup groups, get into a rock climbing club, do things like that, that allow you to meet new people and then just be, you know, ask questions and be curious, you know, be open and kind of honest with them about how you feel. And I'm not saying like be open and honest in the sense of like, you know, you don't have to be like, hi, my name is Matt. Like, what's your political opinion on blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, you don't have to like <laughs> go straight for for these kind of like a taboo um, esque conversation starters but you know you start with their name maybe where they're from you know what got them interested in rock climbing if you're doing rock climbing right um you know i took a rock climbing course uh certification course thing and it i was the only i got i didn't do it with a friend right it was just me so they're just going to teach me the basics right and one of the things with rock climbing and like lead climbing indoors all the stuff is you have to have a partner so there was this other guy there who also didn't come with a friend and we got paired up and then i ended up making a friend and we ended up hanging out the rest of the day and you know rock climbing and it was cool because it's like hey man like oh i'm super nervous oh yeah i'm I'm nervous too you know and with a with a friend or like a stranger you you can sometimes be a little bit more honest the same way you can with kind of like a therapist because you can tell them shit you're like yeah i was a i was abused as a kid and i got got beat every weekend but that's that's why i deflect so much you know and a a therapist is just gonna be like wow okay tell me more okay let's dig into this right but if you tell your best friend that they might like be like either laugh it off like oh you're funny or they might you know be very very concerned and, and, and kind of take maybe not know how to help you <laughs> right um so yeah you know you should you should just like is, is, is this a hint to me matt am i supposed to what as a friend am i supposed to i don't know refer you to someone or something no you're good what relax <laughs> i don't know you just said it I'm... <laughs> relax no 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 um but but yeah i mean and and obviously we make it sound like it was this like magical cinderella moment between me and a shot where you know he pulled out the glass slipper and i put it on and next thing you know we're best friends forever right it, we, there we, were fireworks and shit weren't there i vaguely remember having honey whiskey and then outside the window fireworks started going off i think that was somebody then, just lighting a sparkler upstairs and, That's what we're just and, talking about. and then and then you know some somehow in the sky it just said and they lived happily ever after. i'm just kidding <laughs> okay well clearly i remember that night very differently from you <laughs> it's a joke um, <laughs> um, but no I, I i do agree with you you know I, I think it's easier to make friends if you have shared values and shared interests right so like matt said if you if you are interested in rock climbing or chess or whatever it may be and you know you you go to a meetup or something and you find someone else that's interested in it as well one, it, it gives you guys something to talk about, right? And it can be, um, you know, it can be the spark that ignites the uh, fire of your relationship. The tinder, uh, as you would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's for, like, you know, finding... Oh, right, it's, it's Bumble where you can Not make for friends. friendships. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, Bumble, you can make friends? Yeah, you can, like, just try to find friends because when i i used the app many years ago and i think i clicked on like the wrong header and it just showed me a bunch of guys and i was like i mean they all look like nice but like this isn't really what i'm looking for right now and then it's like right now yeah and then then it's like oh make friends and i was like oh okay that's i see so yeah you can do that or like business relationships and stuff too i think yeah i don't know it's like a linkedin facebook hybrid essentially no that makes sense. anyways sorry yeah no it's all good so yeah, I mean that that's what I was saying is, you know, that having something in common is usually a very good place to start a conversation with someone and to start a friendship. 
because that's you know it's it's something that you guys already share you don't have to you know try and figure it out you don't have to uh be anxious right if you really enjoy doing something uh, you're going to talk about it. you're going to want to talk about it and if the other person obviously enjoys it too then it's just going to be easier to get along with each other it can also help a lot with social anxiety because a lot of times when you're put in a social situation you may not know what to say in that situation so if you're going to a party right hopefully post-covid or you're vaccinated or whatever whatever just go live your life if you're going to a party and you don't know very many people there it's kind of hard because you're like well shit like what do i talk about this person i don't want to butt another conversation i don't want to do this right um those types of things but what a shot said is so perfect if you go to a chess meetup you know you everybody there's gonna like chess for the most part and you can talk about chess now i you know don't don't sit there and start criticizing somebody's move why'd you move your night there that was stupid you idiot <laughs> you know that's not that's you're not starting off on the right foot here but if you do something that's based on a hobby and is like a meetup group it's a really nice way because everybody's gonna kind of go around the circle and say hey you know oh hey this is so-and-so you know they're new to the group welcome them oh hi everybody you know um even like icebreakers you know i had to do icebreakers and things like that for for work and i used to hate doing icebreakers until i got to facilitate them when you get to facilitate them it's fun because then you get to see people kind of like squirm and be like you have to remember their name and here's a, an animal related to their their initials or something all those little fun games but this time around i was excited because i'm like yeah I, I get to try something new i get to meet somebody new and i think it's just you know it's something that i had done before in like the toastmasters group right which i i recommend if you want to do public speaking and you want to make friends that way right? if you're interested in developing a skill and then you can learn people that are going to help you develop that skill together would be a really great idea especially because everybody's trying to promote their own growth your growth you know the growth of the organization all of those good things yeah no those, those are all very good points matt um i guess uh, sort of along those same lines after you make a friend right there can be the anxiety of maintaining your friendships uh, it happens a lot when you know you might feel like and we've talked a little bit about some of this stuff and we touched upon it you know a lot of our episodes have a lot of very you know common concepts that go across all of them because you know it's all obviously related to anxiety so, um, you know, one of the things that we talked about uh, in one of our prior episodes was um, how the, the whole imposter syndrome, right? You know, you, you have friends, maybe you think that you're the odd one out, or maybe they don't like you because they all, you know, they went somewhere with their group of friends, didn't invite you or whatever it is. Uh, you know, it, sometimes it, you can feel that way, right? Or you can be anxious about... Um, you know, maybe meeting their family or their group of friends, right? Maybe they have a different group of friends, they invited you to meet them, and you're feeling anxious about it. And, you know, it's it, one, it's it's normal to feel anxious, right, when you're meeting new people. But two, if, if this person, you know, invited you and wants you there, it's probably because, one, they think that you'll probably get along with their other friends, um, and so that's why they're inviting you. But two, it's because they, you know, want you there. Um, and so the whole reason you're feeling anxious because you think you're an, an imposter or whatever the case may be, uh, 
But the fact that, you know, you're invited or you're going or you're playing games with them or whatever it is, right? Whatever you're doing with this person uh, is validation that, you know, that you should be there and that they want you to be. Um, yeah, fr friendships are, you know, the, they obviously have a lot of very good benefits. Uh, you know, going back to support buddies, you know, support buddies are most likely someone that's close to you already, like a friend or family member or something along those lines. Um, so the, the, there's definitely a lot of different things um, that friends can help with, right? Especially with anxiety. And if you open up to them, and you, you know, they know that you have anxiety, similar to me and Matt, you know, when I told him that I had anxiety, and we sort of realized that we were both going through similar things. That's another thing that can bring you even closer or, you know, help each other, right? Like if one of my friends now, um, not if, when one of my friends tells me that they're feeling anxious or they have anxiety because of sort of this podcast and all the things that Matt and I have gone through and all the research that we've done, you know, I know what to do to help them. And it usually brings us closer, right? When, when a friend feels comfortable enough to tell me, uh, that they have anxiety or that they're feeling a certain way or whatever it is. That's like the epitome of, in my eyes, of friendship, right? Because they're trusting you. They're, they're making themselves vulnerable to you by telling you this. Um, and so, you know, it's friends can can be a very positive thing in your life and help a lot with your mental health, Um and just your health overall, especially if you have friends that are active and invite you to, you know, go hiking or you know, whatever, go camping. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's all I have to there, say about that. Being social, all those things are great. And, you know, a good example recently with one of my friends was I had said something similar to like I said earlier, where it's like, oh, you know, how are you doing? And they're like, ah, life sucks. So I just was like, what's going on and they start they started telling me about their day what was going on at work all this stuff and i said okay so you know how do you feel about it and then you know i started kind of venting and then i just the the question i usually like to ask is do you want to vent because i'm probably going to agree with you right because you know i can't believe somebody at work didn't release that report on time either they blamed it on you they're stupid you know you know what i mean type of thing <laughs> like i'm gonna back you you know you're my friend or is it a situation where like you need help and you want me to try and you know solve that problem for you and in like a lot of relationships there's times where people just want to vent right man i had a rough day at work i can't believe somebody said this the printer didn't work i, I stubbed my toe i spilled my coffee blah 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 and they just want to talk about their day and that's it they need somebody to listen right they don't want somebody to come in and say well you know if you if you bought a sippy cup where you you know it's a it's a no no leak no spill you would never spill your coffee again they're like i don't care about the sippy cup i just it's a one in a you know once in a three-day period or something you know however often you're spilling your coffee type of thing so that's a good point i always um that's a very good question to ask because i always i don't usually ask that question and i just start offering you know solutions because i'm a i'm i'm yeah. gonna say it it's because that's how guys tend to operate we have to be like task driven like what's the problem i have to solve it right and part of that's because of the whole like society saying you know you have to be the man and come in and save the day you know you have to be superman you, you can't be clark kent you know just pushing out papers at the what was it the daily planet yep 
Yeah, you know, so you, you, you got to save the day. So we're always like, yeah, let's let's attack this situation. What can we do? Okay, let, let me help you develop a plan so, you know, you can you can work on your core strength and your finger strength so you can grip the cup better. You know, it's like <laughs> we, we can we can just go overboard for sure, which is why I've learned to do that in um, relationships, friendships, family, things of that nature, you know, and yeah. it can help. I completely agree. Anyway, I think that was uh, our episode on friends and making friends uh, and anxiety that has to do with friends. Yeah, and next Matt week. Matt has something else to say. Of course, dude. I always have something else to say. I have to have the last word. Uh, next week, uh-huh. we're going to be talking about how I met your mother, which is similar to friends, but very different. <laughs> and then the week after that, we'll talk about New Girl, which is similar to both of those, but different. Is, is New Girl like a, a knockoff of it? I, I haven't seen New Girl. It, it's not, but New Girl is actually a very good show. Well, it's kind of a knockoff. They're still, you know, friends. <laughs> okay, so so everything's a knockoff of the first ever televised event. Like, no, it's you know, it's these three guys that live that get a female girlfriend, uh, not girlfriend, roommate. So the Big Bang Theory. And then... <laughs> yeah, good point. We could talk about Big Bang Theory too. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll be talking about something else next week that hopefully will not be about friends. Take care, everyone. Stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, If you're enjoying the show, obviously, give us a like, give us a thumbs up. Share the show with your friends. Uh, Hey, hey, there you go with the friends again. Share share the show with your friends and your acquaintances and your coworkers and anyone else that uh, you think would benefit from it. Hell, if you just want to give us a shout out on social media, we'll take that too. But thank you all, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. 